While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. That long day behind you, good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, that'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bedlam. The talk, talk. Music, medicine, then some The talk, 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 the tavern The song's over Here we come Welcome to the tavern We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment Just want to let everybody know This is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor And in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear And we laugh at things we probably shouldn't But we do it together for those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. So welcome to Talk the Tavern. I am Travis Isivart. The the uh, I like to think of myself as the head. Uh, damn it, I have it written down somewhere. Mm. Ah, head of operations. So my my acronym for my title is who. Head of operations. H O O. Who? I could just like take out the middle O, then I'd be ho. I think I'll go with who. So I feel that's appropriate every time I say I'm the head of operations. I'm like, yeah. So, um, my vices tonight are some bourbon and a pipe with dark cherry Cavendish, and we have our awesome peanut gallery of awesomeness. Oh, eeny, meeny, my Ed, you're yawning. Why don't you introduce yourself oh. next? <laughs> Wait, when I'm yawning. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm Ed. I'm falling asleep tonight, and my vices are water. And I might chase it with a little Pinot Noir. I'm not really sure yet. So you're going to uh, turn the water into wine? Yeah, Jesus Christ. See you here, It's uh, Pass it on. Andrea. Oh, let me unmute. All right. Andrea in chat here. My vices are, let's see, I'm knitting. And I have a lemon lemonade milkshake. And just for you, Trend, nuggies. <laughs> what about you, Crystal? I have my rose and jasmine infused gin, 
and a pink lemonade. Nice. And do, the, do the two mix? Man. Uh, no, I just chase it. Okay. I'm just chasing it. We, which one do you chase which with? Um, well, I've actually just kind of been sipping off of the gin. I haven't actually been chasing, but I could if I wanted to. Oh, I wasn't sure if you had to chase the lemonade <laughs> with the gin or vice versa. So. Oh, I think, I think you're supposed to drink the gin first, but. Hard to say, hard to say. And Marlene says, welcome to Whoville. That, that would be appropriate. Wordwin says, Tulsi Rubius Chai. What language is that? Chilled mm. because it's terrible hot weather here and there's a cat. And uh, Trin says, yay, Nuggies. Andrea knows where it's at. So for those of you that don't know about Talk of the Tavern, we are recording a live podcast on a live stream. So for those listening to the podcast, you're missing out on the live stream. And we will be reading comments and questions from our viewers. And if you hear this noise, that means I want to read one of those. So and as for chat, we're not going to read all your stuff, just the stuff that one of us or more of than one of us finds amusing and or relevant. Hopefully you could put the two together and make something awesome. Tonight's topic is superstitions. I'd like to open this up by what kind of inspired it, which was an article I recently ran across, and then somebody mentioned it to me, and then somebody else mentioned it to me. Yes, Andrea? You're taking credit for the mentions? I would like to give a definition of what superstition oh, is. Let's do a toast first. Here's to okay. the weird shit people believe that we can laugh at, even if it's ourselves. Thanks. And there was a quote here earlier uh, from, from Cogsley, the channel bot. Be thankful we're not getting all the government we're paying for. Mm -hmm. Will Rogers. Okay, so do you want to go ahead and define it, Andrea? Okay. Um, so I Googled it because, you know, the Google. Yeah. And it says, a superstition is a belief of practice, belief or practice typically resulting from ignorance, a misunderstanding of science or casualty, a belief in fate or magic, perceived supernatural influence or fear of that, which is unknown. There you go. Very good. So, this news article. There was a news article recently that I think we've all at least glanced at, if not actually read about two people who went into Home Depot and started to perform an exorcism in the lumber aisle. Now, reading further, apparently they were trying to exorcise the dead spirits from the trees. Or the trees from the dead spirits, one of the two. So, yeah, they were found in the lumber aisle moaning and chanting and apparently were just found as disturbing individuals or something, but no charges were pressed against them or the spirit-wielding lumber. So... Did they have... Did they ever say why they thought the lumber was possessed? Because marijuana's been legalized? I, I don't know. It's... <laughs> it's uh, I, I'm thinking this had to be a whole process working up from sitting on the couch to what do you want to do today it's like the underwear gnomes you know step one steal underwear step three profit i i feel like that step one you know and uh, yeah step three is so they're running a website somewhere 
Could so, be. did it say where this Home Depot was located? Which state? I don't think it did, but I don't remember. I don't think it did. Yeah. It's uh, and and Wordwin says they just watched that one Doctor Who episode with the library. Could be. Could be. That would be. Freeing the souls of the murder trees. In, indeed, Marlene, that's, that's what. But yeah, what got him from point A to point C? What what, what happened in, in point B? Dixon City, Pennsylvania. What what titty? <laughs> Sensitive titty, Pennsylvania? Yeah, well, probably that too. I, Dixon I, City. Oh, Dixon City. No, I like my way better. Um. Yeah. Because Pennsylvania has some great fucking town names. Those Quakers, they're just Dixon like... Dixon what? <laughs> that's right. Dixon Titties, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's, well, you have to go through intercourse to get to virginity. You do. Those are real places. And they're loving your hat tonight, oh. Ed. Mm. It's, uh... So, uh, yeah, here, here's a... Very interesting superstition. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just keep reading comments because I'm amused. Wordwin says that hat has attitudes. I can hear it yelling at kids to get off its lawn. Get off my lawn. It's, uh... Okay, and hello, John. How are you? Good to see you. What up, John? So, a superstition like... Okay, I don't know if we can call believing things evil spirits that can be exercised. I think that's beyond superstition. I think that goes to a different level. But let's just work on spirits stuck in lumber. <laughs> that, well, remember yeah. that movie? That movie, uh, oh, you probably have never seen this. It's called um, Eyes of Fire, and it was a, I think it was like a Canadian horror movie from the sixties. Uh -huh. And it was about, it was about the pilgrims that were running away from the Salem witch trials. And they were going up river on this Huck Finn sort of raft thing. And they go through this forest and the trees are inhabited by evil spirits. And that shit was terrifying. So I imagine if those trees got chopped up, that there would probably be some, some bad juju in that Home Depot. <laughs> Let me ask you, if you guys knew of a haunted forest, a genuine, like, the trees are a haunted forest, would you want a piece of furniture in your house made from something in that forest? I don't think I want to take the chance. I think it's so been so long since I had any supernatural phenomena in my house. Jimmy I'm half wondering if I was just swept up in the mass hysteria that was my house when, when I was, you know, like 10. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to see something as an adult so that I know that I wasn't just imagining everything and just buying into the, you know, the group hysteria. <laughs> Couple comments real quick. Um, Wordwin says that they would only want a piece of furniture made from deadfall. And Marlene says she would want a cross made from the haunted forest. I think those are two good answers. A couple mm -hmm. other people threw comments in that we can get to. Um, Trin asks, is knocking on wood a superstition? 
Uh, Marlene says, not leaving shoes on the table. Like, with feet or without feet? And black cats passing the street, or passing on the street. Um, yeah, these are all things that we're definitely going to talk about, things like that. Um, we want to head into that now. Andrew, you like you have something to say, though. Along the tree thing. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if it's like superstition, but it, it it's a big thing, the suicide forest. Oh. Tell us about that. I believe, it's in, Japan. I believe it's in Japan. But would you want something made from that? It's like people go in there and, and they never come back out. They that's why it's called suicide forest, I mm. believe. Yeah, so, there have been some documentaries on that. There have been lots of articles and a couple of horror movies that are about the suicide forest and that's uh pretty interesting phenomenon but i think i think a lot of people go in there with the intention of not coming back out it's just a place where they can go and have privacy and it's so crowded everywhere else they go out somewhere where they can be alone and figure that the cleanup is probably easier for whoever finds them i assume i don't know well i don't know people actually get do they actually get found in there or is it just like they're disappearing Oh, no, they find bodies in there. They actually have people that their only job is to go through the forest and just comb it and retrieve bodies. That'd be rough coming home after that job. Be like, well, some of them will also find people that are depressed and sit and talk with them and they'll talk them down and they help people. So there we go. Um, A few. So my. Go ahead. No, go on, Andrea. It's my ask, what are y'all's thoughts on superstitions that tend to be exclusive to particular cultures? So, give us an example, Maya. Because I know that different cultures have different. So, with the haunted forest, if you came home from doing that job while we're waiting for the example, um, would it be a good day or bad day at work if you found three bodies? I don't know. Depends on if they're alive or not. Which one's the bad day? I, I think know. that it would weigh on you. Like, I think it would weigh on you just retrieving bodies all day long. But I don't think that they. I don't think that they find them that often. But, um, but, yeah, it would still be. It would still be a rough. That would be a rough job to have. Um, You're giving the family closure, so that that is like a positive side of it, I guess. But a comment on the time, haunted yeah. forest, and then to expand on what Marlene asked, uh, Wordwin said uh, in Japan, that's where the forest is. Hundreds of suicides there a year. Now there's a program of volunteers that go there to try and help people, and I assume nice. that means help people leave the forest as opposed to need a rope, got a rope. Right. No. No, they they talk they talk to people who seem sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Marlene says Russians believe you can counteract the black cat bad yu by holding onto a button on your clothes as soon as you see the cat. And Maya says, okay, so I'm not sure if this is a multicultural thing, but I know black people don't believe in putting a purse on the floor because it means money is falling out of your life. So things like that. 
And I have definitely heard. Well, I that. got told that, but I didn't realize that the I didn't realize it was a black culture thing. Yeah, me the, neither. The women I work with, I remember one day at work they brought that up, and I work with predominantly black women, and yeah, they had like a ten minute discussion about that and other such things, and I'm like, wow, I had never mm -hmm. heard that before. And I got that from my sister, who got that from the what? mother of. <laughs> it's not her mother-in-law, but it was like the. The father of her baby's mom. <laughs> so it was like the baby's grandmother mama. of her daughter. Sounds yeah. Perfect. That sounds like black people. Oops, did I say that? So, okay. There's some things I do, but I'm more equated with feng shui than superstition. Like toilet lids have to be down because oh. otherwise. Your That's good cheat is thing. going down the drain. Huh? That's a cleanliness thing. Yeah. And because I've yeah, got to play in the I water. Wanna, I just don't want to stumble in there half asleep and sit down without putting the lid down or put, putting the seat down. Whee! I have a story about that. I, I don't it, want my feng shui in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I've always put the lid down because of cats and cleanliness and whatnot. And there was one time my ex-wife left the lid up and the seat down. And I got up in the middle of the night, went into the bathroom, lifted the seat, thinking it was a lid, and then sat down into the water. And yeah, yeah, with that story, I did uh, have a talk with her about, let's make sure those lids are down. Because, yeah, there's a reason for that. So, what about specifically... I don't know if it matters. I'm, I'm guessing that all superstitions came from one culture or another. And if it's a worldwide superstition, it just spread the same way a food does or an idea does or anything like that. You know, the original settlers in the North American continent, you know, their superstitions spread as new people came in. And it felt like just part of the world people were moving into. We steal everything from everybody here in America. That's right. Oh. All the superstitions we get, we get to have all of them. So, mm -hmm. I looked at this thing. It says thirteen superstitions from around the world. And going on what Crystal was talking about earlier, I think it was pre-show. Um, in some countries, Tuesday the thirteenth is an unlucky day, not Friday the thirteenth. So you were saying Tuesdays were kind of a bad, uh, unlucky day. You want to go into the Tuesdays? Go ahead, Crystal. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't think it was like a superstitious thing, but when I was driving taxi every Tuesday, weird, crazy, off the wall stuff always happened on Tuesday. I got a gun pulled on me one time on a Tuesday. Um, anytime there was something that was just really, really strange, it always seemed to happen on a Tuesday. And I was like, it's because we're all wound up and like expecting the bad stuff to happen on Monday because you would think that it would be the busiest day of the week but it's always tuesday monday as soon as you let your guard down it pounces pounces on you but apparently there is a superstition that tuesdays are unlucky in general i didn't know about the tuesday the 13th one but i'll have to look at that i was born on a friday the 13th so i feel like a lot of superstitions work in reverse for me and i have a uh, birthday on the 13th also so there we go so Mm -hmm. 
So this is interesting. I didn't know this. Um, one Japanese superstition um, sees trimming your nails at night as bad because it can cause premature death. Holy shit. So you don't trim your nails at night. Interesting. Right. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm super screwed. <laughs> I've been doing that forever. <laughs> I'm three years past due. It's uh, yeah. Right. Usually, it's so, not. When I do it because of the day I'm busy doing things. Playing on the purse or wallet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um. In the Philippines, that's a big superstition because it, it would lead to financial bad financial luck. So, now hold on to your wrist. Spilling the salt thing. Uh huh. Go ahead. Um, Marlene was talking about spilling salt, and um, I read somewhere that the reason that that was considered bad luck is because salt was very expensive mm-hmm. once upon a time, and it was actually used as money. You could trade it for valuable things. So if you spilled it, that was bad luck. And in order to appease the spirits, you had to throw a little pinch of it over your left shoulder to appease the spirits. Why the left shoulder? I don't know. Because that's where the devil hides. Oh. So then you get him high blood pressure and he leaves you alone or something? I got salt Have you ever got salt in your eye? That sucks. It, it burns. So we've had a few comments here. I'll I'll rattle through them real quick, and we can run from there. Uh, Trent says, "I don't believe the whole breaking a mirror or walking under a ladder." And Wordwin said, uh, "Broken? Why not, Trent? Uh, yes, Andrea." Oh, I know about the mirror thing. Let me know when you're ready. Uh, I'll read. Uh, I'll read all this stuff. Uh, why Trin? Broken glasses. Dangerous stuff can fall on your head on the ladder. Trin says, "Well, they say a breaking mirror causes seven years of bad luck." And I don't know about the ladder, but people say it's bad too. Spilling salt was mentioned. Uh, many superstitions based on this is expensive. Don't break it. And there's the Friday the Thirteenth comment. Only lucky if your birthday is on the thirteenth. And Trin asks about what about 3 a.m., the witching hour. Um, and here's an interesting from Germany. Marlene says, Germans think stork nesting on the roof makes for a prosperous life. Oh, and regarding the salt, salt follow-up. Also because Judas spills salt at the Last Supper. And Drop, good to see you. And Drop says salt was used for a blessing back in the day, and it could be spilling that thing that you give a blessing with. Andrew, what do you have? Okay, so as far as the mirrors, mm-hmm. mirrors aren't weren't made like they are now. They were actually you had to have silver on the back of it to make the reflection and all that. So only very wealthy people had them, and they would tell the the servants and the peasants or whatever that they would get seven years of bad luck if they broke it, so they would be more careful. So it, it just, is, it is a, this is expensive, don't break my shit thing. Wasn't it also yeah, like, it we'll is. take the money out of your, wasn't it also like, we take the money out of your pay for seven years? It was probably seven, seven more years of indentured servantry. Could be. Oh, jeez. hmm I could see where that would feel like bad luck. It's, uh, mm-hmm. 
I can't imagine being on my day job for another seven years, and they pay me to show up. <laughs> okay. So what about ladders? See, walking under a ladder is supposed to be bad luck, and in some theories, you could walk back under to help lessen it. Well, has anybody... I think that's more of a safety thing. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I bet a lot of bad stuff happened to people who walked under a ladder or to the person on top of the ladder. Bad luck follows you if you're not upholding safety standards in the workplace. <laughs> Pre-ocean. That's just, that's just science. So I'm hearing superstitions uh -huh. <laughs> is ancient OSHA. Like it's bad luck. It's bad luck to stand on the forks of a forklift while it's riding around. It's bad luck. Don't do it. <laughs> it's bad luck. You get fired. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, here's an interesting one. Marlene says things you dream during the first night in a new bed will become true. Mm -hmm. but, but if somebody works in a mattress yeah. store and takes a nap on a different mattress every day and has a dream, does that like wipe out or is it the first time you sleep on a new bed? Because then wouldn't whatever happens in a hotel, it, right? I don't know. I guess maybe ownership has something to do with it. Hmm. Hmm. So, Logistic. I do know a bit because I, I read some superstition stuff like many years ago. Um, as far as thirteen, the number thirteen, because it was associated with the devil, um, in a lot of the Christian churches. So they wouldn't even when they were creating rooms or whatever, they wouldn't even put a thirteen. It would go 12, 14. They wouldn't even put a 13th floor. It'd be like 12, 14 because they believed it so much because it was associated with the devil. But they I still don't do understand. that. No. Maybe some. Because when I was in Arizona, there were an awful lot of buildings that didn't have a 13th floor. They were probably but older. I don't know how old they were. Yeah. It's, yeah, they now have 13th yeah. floors and the 13th room. And of course, there's always a logic of wouldn't technically 14 be 13? Derp. You know, it's, but nope, yeah, nope, didn't I, work that way. I, I didn't understand that. Well, I thought that they had an actual, they did have a floor. They just didn't open up on that floor. The elevators and stuff, just that, that floor was blocked off. They that, had a little short half story. That'd be even creepier. thing on the 13th level. That's just like right? inviting a bad place for something to live. Yeah, that would be an interesting short story or full-length novel. Let's do it. There you go. Take that note. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Word of says, There we go. Thresh. You know what? That'd be interesting to do a Kindle Vela thing with just little short horror stories. You could do like a Warehouse 13 type situation with so Werdewin says, thresholds and mantles were very important, the source of many myths. So, because I know a lot of cultures have, you know, something you do at the threshold of a house or a symbol you put on it. Um, for, the, for Jewish mm -hmm. folks, they'll put, and it has to be angled just right and everything, too. Um, a little scroll, yeah. Yeah. Well, like some houses, you can see with, like, the little window that's kind of slanted on the top, they call it a witch's window. Because mm -hmm. they can't fly their broom through it and get in your room at night. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm I've on the second floor. A lot of witches, floor. but I've never, I've never known of them to break and enter. Yeah, really. Right. <laughs> Usually, they just try to sell you something. Need a, need a right. poultice. Need, need some. Oh, that's interesting. From Marlene, if you get startled by a mouse or rat during pregnancy, the child will have a dark birthmark. Hmm. Oh. See, I haven't heard that one, but okay. So when I was pregnant with Franklin, I went to a funeral. I was at a funeral. And a lot of the old ladies were like, oh, you're going to mark that baby. That baby's going to have a mark. Because I intended a funeral when I was pregnant. Well, he was marked. He had a <laughs> Black big old birthmark on his chest that had to be removed when he was one and a half. Coincidence? You, Who knows? Did you hear Ed? Mm-mm. Did you go to a black person's funeral or something? No. Because you sounded just like the old black ladies in the church that I used to go to when you said that. Exactly like them. She's With just the southern. Powder <laughs> on the bosom and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. It's so weird. So with the... I think we all have a sassy lady. <laughs> a little bit. With the 3 a.m. thing. Now, the origination of that This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. is pre-days of electric, people would go to sleep as the sun went down or shortly thereafter. So quite often it was a long time, especially in the winter, before the sun rose. So a lot of people would sleep four to six hours, get up sometime between midnight and 3 a.m. and stay up for one to three hours. Yep. And and this is burning the midnight Take oil. Have sex. Yeah. Or, or do a little house cleaning or knitting or whatever. So this was very common. So now I think that has warped into, of course, if you get up in the middle of the night, you're doing something bad. This is when the witches are up doing all their things and all the crazy people are out doing crazy things. Now, 3 a.m. is when the drunks finally make it home from the bar because bars close at 2 a.m. Uh, I thought it was when they finally made it to Denny's. <laughs> oh, yeah, Denny's. Or Waffle House, depending on where you are. Yeah, actually, Wordwin, that's a good point. Wordwin says, I remember families that had to move from a family home would take the old threshold and mantle with them, replacing with new ones, and putting them in their new house. And I'm not sure the origin of that, but it sounds like taking a piece of your home with you, your happy entryway with all these things that you went into your house and were happy for. That would make... A logical origination for that sort of thing. <clears throat> What's the one about um, saving a piece of your wedding cake for a year? Why do people do that? I, I, I'm just curious if anybody knows. You're supposed to. You're supposed to have cake. But you're supposed to eat it on like your first you're anniversary or something. Have... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they have different layers. The very top layer where the couples. Whatever sits on, you're supposed to save it. I'm just like, freeze or burn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And what was not a good? My cake? wedding cake came from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> it had one. La- it had one layer, and we ate it all. <laughs> I think that's fair. I th- I think maybe a better tradition would be at every anniversary you just buy a new damn cake. Maybe I'm crazy. Yay, cake. Agree. So, Marlene, why did, did Germans... chimney sweepers bring bad luck? Right, that's what I'm going to ask. Why did Germans think that chimney sweepers bring luck, Marlene? Silhouettes of them and four-leaf clovers we sell for New Year's as tokens. Oh. Four-leaf clovers okay. is another thing. The mutant clover that has four leaves instead of three, of course, also an Irish-based or believed superstition. And a lot of people do carry them for good luck. No, we got get like a little four-leaf clover tattoo. <laughs> or actually carry a four-leaf clover. Uh, my grandmother would laminate them and give them to the grandkids. Aww. Yeah. That is true. See, Wordwin logics it out about the chimney sweeps. Sweep the chimney and there's less chance of the house burning down. And, of course, you find the bones of the burglar that was trying to climb down your chimney. I don't think people realize that chimneys were never as wide inside as they were outside. They were made that thick so the heat didn't get out and burn the roof. But it's actually a tube probably about as thick as your thigh, even in the olden days. Mm -hmm. That's why they had little kids in there all the time. If it's as thick as my thigh, it's pretty big. <laughs> Samesies. Chris, Crystal, did you say that's why they kept a little kid in the chimney? No, the chimney sweeps. They A lot of times there were little kids working as chimney sweeps. Or mm. the apprentice to the chimney sweep. And they'd send them up to like swab out the chimney where they couldn't reach because they were tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the initial opening was wider and the top opening was wider, but that center part. And now, I guess a lot of people don't know this, even when you have a brick fireplace, that is an aluminum tube going up. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that wide brick of a chimney was more to absorb the heat so nothing caught fire from it from being used all winter long, as opposed to anything else. This is totally off topic, but did you hear about the guy who... uh he was, he ran away from police, parked his stolen car in front of Winco. Do you guys have Winco Mm-mm. on your side of the country? Mm-mm. Winco is like a grocery store where we who don't like to spend a lot of money like to go. <laughs> so he, he went to Winco, ran inside the store, and the cops were looking for him in the store, couldn't find him. They were waiting on the outside of the store, couldn't find him. The guy somehow took a maintenance store up to the roof. And decided that he was going to shimmy down into one of these little pillars at the front of the store. And it oh. was during a heat wave in Lancaster, California. He got stuck inside that brick. It looks like, you know, like a chimney. About the... And it got it started out wide enough for him to fit and got smaller as it went down. So he got real stuck. They found him eventually, but it was uh, much, much too late. Yeah. Well. So... Chimney was not lucky for him, and that wasn't even a chimney. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought of that, but cool that story, like a terrible, terrible luck. 
Okay, An another one from Germany. Now, anybody who hasn't figured out, Marlene is from Germany. Uh, says, also has housewarming gift, one used to give bread and salt so the homeowner would never go hungry. And also in Germany, instead of crossing our fingers for good luck, we actually say that we are pressing our thumbs for someone. Now, is that like pressing your two thumbs together? Because um. you do it like this, it's a heart. <laughs> My heart's misshapen. <laughs> Or is it, is it like, I'm curious. <clears throat> Who knows? Andrew, what's the next thing on your list? Oh. Pillar sweepers. Get on that, Winco. So, okay, here's one. Want to wish death upon someone? Toast them with water. It's a Greek myth. It, this tale is derived from a Greek myth where the spirits of the dead would drink the water from the river Lake, L-E-T-H-E, Leith. Uh, Leith. The goddess of the river, Leith. Okay, the goddess, Leith, the goddess and river of forgetfulness would cause the spirit to forget its earthly past before it passed into the underworld. So, don't toast someone with water. Or with an empty glass, I heard that was a thing, too. I've heard that, too. So uh, let's see here. Marlene says, I think it's thumbs in the fist of each hand. So kind of like, remember when you were a kid, you didn't know how to fight yet, and you put your thumb inside your fist, and some man in your life would go, don't punch somebody that way, you'll break your thumb. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, either, just me that got that Can advice. Huh? On that, sir? Nope. Oh. I learned it from Bruce Lee, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He never came around to my house after that one night. But uh, Marlene says, during a toast, we need to look into each other's eyes because otherwise it's seven years of bad sex. Like, oh, actually. Yeah. There was a Russian lady at my wedding who said that, and it was a very strange, prolonged eye contact of a toast. But she was very pretty, so it was okay. But still, that was the only other time I've ever heard that. I just want to know if it's seven years continuously. Because that's going to chafe. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we know? Is, is that awkward at the pub during football matches? <laughs> well, you'd have to stare <laughs> lovingly. Just make eye contact. <laughs> Let me ask, Ed, when you see the women staring at yep. us like that, does that make you want to play with balls? Mm, awkward science. Okay. Sorry. It took me a bit because I'm still stuck on the fact that my wood might be possessed. <laughs> Trin did make a comment earlier that she didn't want possessed wood. Take that how you will. I mean, I have been told it has a mind of its own, so I guess that's the same thing. As long as you don't have a loan on it, it ends up getting repossessed. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So, all right, playing on the, the wedding cake thing, mm -hmm. like, so, because there's some weird-ass superstitions when you get married, especially in the U.S., whatever. Um, so, the something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Like, why the fuck do you need to carry all this shit? 
that's just me. I just don't understand it. So I looked this up and it, it tells like the superstitions and the reason behind it. So basically something old is supposed to represent the past. Something new symbolizes the couple's future. And the bride is supposed to get her something borrowed from someone who's happily married. I don't think a lot of people do that. I think they just find the first person there, can I borrow something? And the blue denotes fertility and love. Okay, because I'm like, why so much shit? Well, can, can you get like a different, like maybe a teal and just get the love part and skip the fertility? I don't know. Cause, um, <laughs> Nobody wants the fertility anymore, man. <laughs> that's some crazy Werdwin says I think they want the bride's hands full so it's harder for her to flee <laughs> huh just some weird stuff now Crystal oh. you looked up a bunch of stuff and said you found some interesting stuff do you have anything from that you want oh, to toss into I... the mix here let's see here you did the this Tuesday hard work thing of, was the thing that I found most interesting. You did all the hard work of, you know, um, going to Google and type in three words. I figure you need to have a chance to share that hard work. All right. Um, opening an umbrella indoors. I've heard that. I before. personally think that's just another way to break some shit. But another theory is that umbrellas are already magical because they shade us from the sun, and opening one in the house offends the sun god. Hmm. And the, yeah, and uh, step on a crack, break your mama's back. That's because cracks are portals to other dimensions. And by stepping on them, you're tempting the spirits from the other dimensions to come through. I know a certain crack that's a portal to another dimension, don't I, Andrea? (laughs) It's a wonderful place. Quick, Crystal, this is where you throw another one in. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> no. Yeah, baby. It's supposed to scare away evil spirits. So when you say something bad that can happen, mm-hmm. when you knock on wood, it distracts them or scares them so they don't fulfill that horrible thing you just spoke of. Now, somebody else could Google that and see if I'm right. I just pulled that one out of yeah, they do it at work all the time. I work with a bunch of superstitious people, and every time somebody says it, they're like, and they will like run across the room to get to something wood. And in this day and age, it's not always easy to find wood. Ed, you want to take the next comment? Call me. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Wordwin says there's a Korean superstition that leaving a fan running while asleep causes death. I don't have many fans to begin with, or groupies. Or, Dead. you know, followers. So I can't imagine running, let alone while they're asleep. I, I heard know. that the fan thing was because they were trying to uh, avert, avoid the energy uh, crisis. And they were they were trying to encourage people to sleep with the fan off. Mm. Well, for me, having a fan on when sleeping in the warmer months is almost essential. I, I even well, take my, the fan camping with me to sleep by. My <laughs> husband loves to have the fan on. I actually, I can't, I don't like the feeling of air blowing on me, so I have a hard time driving with the air conditioner on or sleeping with the fan blowing because for some reason it's like 
overwhelming. I don't know. It's probably part of my sensory processing baloney. Do you sleep with but your eyes it, open? I hope not. I'm sure it's happened, but I've known I would people try who do it. And yeah, fans will dry my out. Their eyes. Mm-hmm. So apparently I sleep with my eyes open. I don't know because I'm asleep. Just saying. And Andrea doesn't like the fan blowing directly on her. I wasn't naming names. Maybe I <laughs> maybe I do sleep with my eyes open. Maybe. You know, so, what I do when I don't have a fan is I just ask all the ghosts in the house to keep on waving their hands over me and touching me randomly. That works out okay, too. It's not in their hands they're waving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a good superstition. Oh, the superstition that every time you yawn, a ghost puts its penis in your mouth. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> We're all. That's we, why we, we've all been yawning today. Uh, that's so. why we cover I our mouths when we yawn. Yeah, cock block. <laughs> nice. So, Tren. Oh, here it is. It just popped up. So, Tren says, what about jinxing something? Like, if you haven't dropped your phone and it breaks, so you tell someone and then it does. Okay, so if you haven't dropped your phone. I think that's more a sub subjective. Sub subliminal yeah you suggest something and that happens the power of suggestion yeah I don't think that's really superstition but who knows Maya says pole splitting people walking together who go on opposite sides of a pole was always a big thing when I was younger but no one ever said it was bad luck I think this is similar to leaving shoes on a table shoes on a table means somebody's going to walk out of your life um, you know, like your kid run away. It is bad luck if you're holding hands and you don't forget to let go before <laughs> That's true. you put that pole. That's true. But yeah, I think it's a matter of it's splitting you from the person you love and it can cause a split in your relationship. Well, so, okay. If you, if there's someone that has come to your home and they won't leave and you want them to leave, you turn your broom. Side down and put uh -huh. it in the corner. It works. I don't know if that's superstition because that shit works. If you hit them with that's it a few it. times before putting it down, <laughs> it worked better. Well, or, that's a part of Japanese culture because apparently it's rude to say, you know, we dropped the hints of I need to go to bed now or whatever to get somebody to leave. But in Japanese culture, that's just rude. So you just sound, sound, Walk over, pick up the room, and turn it up. And then, oh, it's time for me to go. I'll get out of the room. <laughs> huh. I, I almost feel like that would be more awkward than just being like, oh, man, I am tired, you know? I don't know. I've always... You don't have to go home. You I know, if you want people to leave, you could just do what Travis's ghosts do and just put their penises in their mouths. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll take uh -huh. that as the go. That makes them stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> and cook me breakfast <laughs> um yeah. damn travis <laughs> I, I use the the slightly different philosophy when the party's over i go party's over i'm done time to go goodbye and usually most people will get their shoes and coats at that point it's very no. effective mm-hmm yeah, everybody, at my okay house, it's like, everybody good? 
I'm going to bed now. Wherever y'all can find a spot to sleep, you're welcome, but I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Well, Marley mentions also... What about... Think... Uh... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Marlene says we also, we think, we being Germans, think that broken cups, etc. are good luck. So before a wedding, we traditionally have an event called a Polterabend. Family and friends get together to break old ceramic plates, cups, etc. And I know in the Jewish religion... They put a cloth over a glass, and they, the Love couple breaks it, and then they sweep it up together. And that shows that even through the bad times, you'll work together to make things better. Mm -hmm. Precious. But I like this one where you just break shit. I really want to break shit. That's cool. We could just do that. We don't have to anybody to get married to That's do that, right? right? Let's, let's break shit and then have cake. Let's go, let's go to a thrift store, buy a bunch of 10-cent dishes. It'll be good. There, well, it, there's a place not too far from where I work. It, it's you can go there and break shit. Oh, like it's a I've place. Heard of those. Yeah, mm -hmm. you pay for a room full of you breakables. Pick what you want. Uh huh. Go ahead, Andrea. Mm -hmm. You know more. Sorry, you pick what you want: a bat, a crowbar, or whatever. They have packages, and okay, so this this part comes with it, but you can get extras and oh, yeah. What do you guys think about the whole penny, picking up a penny thing? Because some people will say that if you see a penny and it's face up, you need to pick it up because that's good luck. If the penny is tails up, then it's bad luck and you have to leave it there. Andrea? I pick it up either way. Because... It's, I always, yeah. it, it's money. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was younger, I was like not picking up a penny when you see it. That just shows that you don't appreciate money. So money's going to run away from you because you don't care. But then I saw that movie Ray about Ray Charles, mm -hmm. and there was a really cool line where he said, "If you think in pennies, you're going to get pennies. If you think in dollars, you're going to get dollars." So now I hesitate when I pick up the penny. I, I I pick up the penny, but I don't keep it. I generally put it in the next, you know, change. Uh, Give a penny, take a penny, pot or whatever. Outside seven or the one on the counter at Seven Eleven. See, Andrea does a similar thing, except instead of putting it in the Seven Eleven or whatever, she puts it in a jar and then goes and spends it all. So it's the same thing. Oh. <laughs> so what? What I do is, I feel like whenever I'm having a rough time, and, and there could be nothing there, and then I turn around and there's like a penny. Sometimes nickels or dimes or quarters or whatever. But I feel like it's a, just a little thing from the universe saying, it's okay, here you go. And nice. I, have a, I have a little container, so I save everything up all year. And at the end of the year, I count it, and then I go buy lottery tickets. Nice. Now, that's, that's actually... Good. That's yeah. good energy. This is a good thing to talk about. What superstitions have we created for ourselves in our lives? So, Andrew just mentioned one that... Was that yours that you made up, Andrew? Was that handed down from Gay or what? No. All right. So I had a dear friend. Her name is Gay. It was well, it's still her name. Um, she passed away probably six years ago. She she had cancer. She was older, um, but she would always say that when she was having a rough time, she would find a penny or a coin, and that would be the universe or her husband that had passed years prior, saying. We're watching over you. It's okay. So now when I see that, I think of her. That's wonderful. 
So do you guys have any little odd habits or superstitions that you guys have formed together? Like, Ed, when you're camping, do you always put a certain thing out every time you camp, even though it's not necessary? Mm-mm. <laughs> that is an oddly specific thing. Do you do that, Travis? <laughs> no, but Ed does a lot of camping. And you know how, like, sports guys will wear a certain pair of socks or shorts or have to have their hat backwards or have to have wings by mm-hmm. the end of the first quarter or whatever stupid thing that's a personal superstition that okay. the most secluded campsite that i can find so i can be naked but mm. other than that no yes queen <laughs> naked that might actually be worth it i'll drink to that <laughs> there we go can't let you drink alone so i'm not a i'm not a big camping person but that sounds nice Wordwin says, after one of our cats died, we discovered she liked to hoard change. We found about $20 in change. It's, uh, and Marlene says, for superstitions that she's done, made for herself, writing unrealistic goals down adds about 10% of the likelihood of it happening. Andrea, write down when the law. Next <laughs> 10% no, on that point. Um, because zero. I, I, I do go, I do things like that too, and it's not winning the lottery because I don't want to play the lottery all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just be independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. Getting closer. I think the closest thing that I have to that is when I first started ghostwriting. I have a friend who bought me a leather journal thing, mm-hmm. and I decided I was going to make that like my vision board sort of thing where I write my goals and stuff, and. I said that I was going to finish my first ghostwriting book and um, I was going to do it by a certain date because at at that point I was not really working within tight deadlines yet. And um, I did it. And then I wrote in the book that I was going to, um, I was going to be able to quit my retail job because I was making so much money at my ghostwriting and I said that I was going to be able to do that in two months from when from when I wrote this down. And I wrote it in the form of it already having happened, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. I wrote mm-hmm. it as if it was a journal entry that had already happened. And two months after that, I quit my job at Tractor Supply. So I do still have that book, but I only pull it out when I'm like, when I'm really feeling like it's something that I could that I could actually pull off. But right. I guess that's more of like a goals thing than a, than a superstition. But you're putting in your head that this has happened, can happen, will happen. And that helps you subconsciously mm-hmm. work towards that to have it be solidified. And I think a lot of superstitions are that way also. When you break a mirror, walk under a ladder, and there's supposed to be bad luck, it's because you look for it. And whether you make it happen or just realize, oh, here's something bad that happened. Normally, you would have blown it off, but now you're looking Mm -hmm. for it. So you're going to tag it as, hey, that was because of this, as opposed to, eh, shit happens. Like the number 23. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's start to wrap this. Numerology is like that. It is, and so is horoscopes. And that personality test with the INTG, J. Sorry, I took J and turned it to G. H and I C. (laughs) 
Okay, let's wrap this up. Any closing thoughts on superstitions? About you there, Ed. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> Just roll with it. Make some shit up. I think it's real if you believe it's real. <laughs> Andrea? I, I don't know. I No comment? Here's what I'll say. If you're gonna have a superstition, make it for good things. That way, if you're gonna believe it and look for it and find these things, make it make it in your benefit. So, with that being said, we'll go ahead and do the wrap-up. Um, I'm afraid to play the outro thing because Cogsley was drinking again, but let's let's try it and see how it is. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.